Hi, welcome to Zero Context, the only podcast that will never betray you. I'm Natalie, here with my co-host Axe. Hello. And we are back, Franchise. So, we have a bit of stuff to go over before we dive into this game. We have a whole bunch of stuff to talk about it uh, <laughs> right at the top of this episode, so buckle yeah. in for a long one. This will probably be a longer <laughs> episode. I, I'm really going to do my hardest to keep um, the Virtue Last Reward episodes um, not going over going over in time um but this is a game with way more text um this is a game uh virtuous last reward is a game that is uh a lot closer to uh conventional visual conventional visual novel um both in the way it like handles like gating progress and like amount of writing yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be very challenging to to uh keep this game if you somehow if you're so, for some reason um hopping right into virtue's last reward and not listening to any of the 999 episodes uh we'll be doing full spoilers i'm going to be doing um the bare minimum of summary of this game that has way too much fucking text um and also um because of uh sci-fi element of this game um just big content warnings for uh um suicide and depictions of self-harm um for every every single episode every episode completely unavoidable yeah the, this game is is just immediately off the rails i'm not really sure where we should start before we jump into the 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 summary but i do feel like it would be good to give a bit of overview of this, just how this game came about yeah i mean uh so 999 gets like um way more overseas success than anyone ever thought um this this was supposed to be like a um uchikoshi's like dream team pitch to to chunsoft the company that just made all of his favorite games um and then uh because the sales were okay they they greenlit him for another game and uh through a variety of mar- marketing guidance and also um misunderstandings about the 3ds hardware um this game became a much visually more visually cartoonish game and like technically less interested in horror conventions sequel um that uses 3d completely mostly entirely ditches on the 2d of the original game um but is a 2012 release on the 3ds and vita that is mostly that is mostly parading or um miming miming itself after the the structures of the first game nine people are trapped in like a thing they got to do this dumbass game um and they got some silly bracelets on and there's some rules about how the bracelets work oh boy are there rules there's so much so many more rules in this game (laughs) this game goes on to see a uh re-release with the nonary games um duology uh, port whatever you want to call it on the ps4 and then eventually uh pc and xbox not on the switch yet still pretty sad um this version of the game totally okay to play on the port um natalie's playing um the the pc port for the package with the mm-hmm. nonary games i'm playing the original um vita release um because i played on 3ds originally apparently the vita has slightly better um runtime success <laughs> because um <laughs> no one at chunsoft had made a 3d game at this point maybe or maybe no one was good at it um hilarious uh <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely one word for the for the three D in this game. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's it's rough. Um, we'll definitely be talking about that a whole bunch more. Trying to see if we need any if there's anything else that we missed at the sort of lead in before we dive into the fucking longest summary yet. 
<laughs> um staff's the same um for the most part um it's still being billed as this is like uh super like um super band trio of uh uchikoshi kinu nishimura and shinji hisoe um not all, i don't know why because kinu nishimura has like like nine drawings in the whole game um but that's happening a lot of the same staff from the prior game is also there um in addition to the, the localization staff mostly the same also from what i gleaned i'm not i'm not going to read out a million names um but but they're all there i was going to, i thought about it for a bit and then i wrote the summary uh, for, for this episode um i am gonna be hitting voice actors because we have um uh voice actors now in the base release and not just the notary games release um mm -hmm. and uh we're doing clover's end so i'm covering clover um who's voiced by um yukari tamura uh he's voiced uh rika frude of the higarashi um when they cry series and all ensuing related roles um uh shishi of genshin impact uh for for um for the the zoomers and uh gotcha addicted um suzaha amane of steinsgate and also her mom because uh that is a franchise that just thinks you are your mother um love love being <laughs> love womanhood in japan um nanaha of magical girl lyrical nanaha um and ten ten from naruto i was not planning on covering English voice actors, um, mostly because I have no relationship to them. I'm not playing the English audio. Natalie is. Um, I'll toss to her in future episodes if she wants to cover these. Um, but this episode, I am covering it because Wendy Lee has voiced literally like so so many dub roles that I'm familiar with. Um, Fuka Yamagishi of Persona 3 dub. Um, Christina McKenzie of the Gundam War in the Pocket dub. Black Rose in Dot Hack. Rosalind of Disgaea 2, who coincidentally, um, Yukari Tamura voices um in disgaea 2 and all um ensuing uh both of them voice her for all the ensuing roles reappearances of that character she's like the the lead heroine of disgaea 2 um and then kiva of megas xlr the the girl from megas xlr the uh the, <laughs> the, the redneck mecha show Oh wow, that sounds wild. Yeah. Oh, you don't know about? It? Oh my god, you gotta no, watch Mega Sexual we, we, Yeah, we can't derail. We can't, do this we here. can't derail on it. We can't derail. Already a long start. episode. Um. So that's that. That's that's enough. Um. I'm yeah. gonna go into summary. Uh. Buckle up. Welcome to the Nonary Game Ambient Expedition. <laughs> the date is December twenty fifth, twenty twenty eight. Sepia tone panels flash as we watch a young man be ambushed in his car by a familiarly gas masked figure. We awaken in a strange elevator, wearing a locked bracelet bearing a number on it. The somewhat familiar scene disrupted by a young woman, greeting you with distrust, and a virtual rabbit named Zero the Third welcoming you with glee to the nonary game, Ambient Expedition. Before he'll explain the game more, though, he suggests that you escape the elevator lest it plummet from an undetermined height. After solving the puzzle, a hatch opens in the elevator ceiling. The woman has you give her a boost so she can do a sick jump out of the hatch, insisting that she is not Batman, finally, finally gives her name, Phi, as she helps you pull you up. The pair finds themselves in a massive warehouse next to five other elevators, spotting five other people gathered around a large bulkhead door, labeled with the number 9. We descend and join the group, exchanging names and info. We meet a young man in a kind of circus ringleader outfit named Dio, a boy with a big hat named Cork, a gruff old man named Ten Myoji, a woman resembling the spirit Halloween Cleopatra from the end of the last game named Alice, and a nervous woman who goes by Al Luna. They confirm similar stories of getting gassed by someone in a mask and waking up in elevators. While talking, they notice that their bracelets are different, 
each showing the number 3, but in different colors, with either pair or solo shown at the bottom. As the group runs out of info to share, a massive armored man leaps from the last unopened elevator with a young woman in his arms. Alice calls out to the girl by the name Clover, who is certainly the same Clover we already know, now dressed like a Flintstones barbarian. The armored man confirms her safety and realizes in front of the group that he is experiencing amnesia. Suspicion and speculation descend upon the group, desperate for some logic to the situation. Phi concludes out loud that Zero could be any one of them, to which Zero the Third interjects, disappointed he couldn't drop the line himself. The rabbit deflects Dio and Quark's accusation of being a VTuber and states firmly that he's a quantum AI made by the real Zero to facilitate the nonary game, which he goes on to explain the rules of. All participants are trying to gather 9 bracelet points, or BP, which are tracked under bracelets. Once they have enough BP, the giant 9 door can be opened, but only once and just for 9 seconds. To gain the points, they have to play the AB game by returning to the elevators, now revealed to be the AB rooms. To get back into the rooms though, they have to first form color theory appropriate groups of three to look for keycards behind the colored chromatic doors which open briefly on a timer. Should they refuse to play the nonary game, they will be sedated with soporil beta and then killed with a muscle relaxant. Tub tubocurarine? God. Um, both injected by their bracelets. Welcome to the nonary game, Ambidex edition. Isn't that fun? Isn't that fun? This this game just like comes out of the gate as just like a whole like with all its indulgences just like already at 100 like I want to go back to the episode where you were like mad about 999 explaining some rules. Oh wow. I've been kind of let's say concerned about what this game is for a little bit. Uh, just because of how it seems to le lose a lot of what I liked about 999 and just really dig into like the metaphysical bullshit and the the rules lawyering um feel feel very con uh confirmed in my suspicions from this first episode yeah i mean this game immediate for me i feel like it very immediately signals that it's like way less interested in mystery and like dr like trying to do this like sh strange multi-ruled sci-fi thing like hard sci-fi thing in the way that like mm -hmm. only came as like window dressing to the mystery in 999 um which like i'm i'm into that kind of genre play but it, it is just like here's what we're doing <laughs> yeah it feels to me so far like if the first game was trying to be like a mystery or like a puzzle box this is like almost like a reality show like a survivor or something but with all of the with all of the like wikipedia dumps draped over it as well very strange game uh tonally so far because um, it still is like it's still holding on to some of those horror elements, but they're just deployed in just the most inexplicable ways, um, which we'll get to more later uh, when we get to kind of the stuff that unfolds. Do you like our intro puzzle? It's it's the only it's the only time we have to do it. 
because of the game this way this game works because this game um has a flow chart um which we've talked about in the bonus episode uh, but not in this episode if you skip that um instead of having to play from the beginning every time when we redo routes we're just gonna pick the part where we want to choose something else and we're never, yeah. we're never gonna come back to this. I mean, I think, I think like narratively we come back to it, but like, yeah, you don't have to do this that first puzzle again. Yeah, the puzzles in this game are strange to me, and I think like a lot of what's strange to me is maybe most apparent by a later puzzle. But like, so far the game has moved really far away from having like diegetic puzzles or like going like doing efforts to make them appear diegetic at least there's much more like professor layton like abstraction of like how you're interacting with the world um often in ways that are just make make zero sense in terms of the puzzle you're solving um and are just like block puzzles or something silly like that yeah or uh namely in the the elevator the the thing that always trips me up is that it like there's a poster of like kids and old people and it wants you to like enumerate them um so the other thing about this game is that if you're playing along um there's there's like an additional puzzle that you have to do in every room um you can do this on hard you can also do it on easy get the have the game give you the solution and then just immediately go back in on hard and put in the safe code and it counts um, so you don't have to. Um, if you're like this, these puzzles suck. Um, you can just give up and and just do them. You don't even have to do them. You do them once on easy, and then you just have the solution saved in your files. Yeah, and we and I, we should say the because I was a little confused by this um, until I finally caved and did it. Uh, the way that easy works in this is it basically just means the characters will give you increasingly blatant and and long hints um, yeah. until they finally just tell you the the solution, pretty much. Maybe my reading comprehension is just bad, but it seemed like it was going to lock me into that for the whole game. Um, but it fully is just for the, for the puzzle. Nope, you um, just toggle it on and off. Yeah, it, it makes like a big show of like, you cannot turn this off after you turn it on. Are you sure you want to do it? Are you sure you're a baby that wants baby puzzles? <laughs> it's it's so weird because I I feel like I feel like easy is good because it makes you um, n- navigate the flowchart more than you would normally. And I, I feel like the the flowchart is like will become an increasingly important thing, uh, which I'll just like say, and we're not, we're not gonna talk about that anymore because it's not it's not like apparent right now. But like, mm-hmm. I, it's weird that easy isn't the default, or that like you don't have to go back to the puzzle rooms if you play if you play like quote unquote well or like skillfully. Yeah, I'm I'm very interested to see or like to to like continue to to look at how this game handles like the passage of time because that was so significant i felt in uh 999 and in this game seems like just fully absent just fully opaque like zero understanding of of how much time is passing or when and i assume that's only going to get worse as we start to just jump around a, a flow chart yeah, I think I think we I think we hit that once there's like actually some of this awful time passage to do. Um, what what do you think about uh meeting the cast? Oh wow. Okay, yeah, with these characters. Um, honestly, they just do their names. Yeah, they just tell you no the, code names. Yeah. Um, I'm still concerned that I'm gonna. Well, actually, one of them gets a code name because 
we have another amnesia okay. character. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm I'm just extremely uninterested in all of these people so far. <laughs> um, I feel like this is I feel, this is wild for me to say because I was being like threatened with him like into the lead up of this game, but Dio is probably the character I'm like most interested in just because he's like active in the plot in a way that like everybody else is basically just standing around waiting for for the sigma male to make a decision <laughs> don't put that on sigma that's 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 ahistorical um dio's fun dio's um dio really gets um i, I want to talk about more about dio once we get to the first ab game um yeah. boy does he shine um <laughs> Uh, just, yeah, it's it sucks the way they introduce the cast. Um, it's it's just really dramatically un- underwhelming. And then the way that Clover gets carted out, like she's some like precious reward, as if she wasn't in all the promotional material. Like, like I know she's in the game. And what and what they did, to, like, why? I'm maybe we'll. I love that she's a Flintstones barbarian. I think it's hilarious. I. Yeah, I don't know. She saw she saw the world and decided she wants to dress like a Flintstones barbarian. She wants to she wants to dress dress up like her her role model and dress up like an anachronistic sexy lady of a racial caricature. Yeah, I mean caricature of a time yeah, period. That's that's really the only explanation I could get, and it just kind of sucks because also, what the fuck is Alice doing? It's so absurd. Um. um Alice is great. Um, I, I I quite like Alice, but also like kind of weak here. Uh, no one no one gets like a, a strong establishing moment. I think because n- no one's having like conflict based on the rules because the rules are just like way too complicated from the jump to like write interesting, con like interpersonal character conflict with. They're so complicated, and then they also continue to to become more complicated yes you get (laughs) up up until the end of the route you continue to get more rules yeah and the conflict is do other people have those rules it's like (laughs) it's it's taking like the the very first scene from nine or like not the first scene from 999 but like the first uh post rule scene where snake is like oh i have these extra rules and then it's just doing that after every puzzle basically <laughs> and, it's amazing uh but we don't actually have like i i think like honestly a big stumbling part for me is just the like stakes of this game are so much more abstract than the first one because there is no what do you ti- mean? like there's no there's no timer like the um oh, I see. there's like it's like explicitly just like a a loop that people can run around in infinitely Mm -hmm. and has like all, all of the conflict is stemming from like interpersonal dynamics, which are just not interesting right now. Um, So it's really just like, I'm just, I'm just trudging around. It's like hitting, hitting buttons. Um, Zero the third did not make up a fake shift ship that was sinking. And, and really like considering MVP of that last game was a creaking sound effect. It's like, (laughs) what if they've they've given me nothing in return yeah yeah the sound effect work is already really weak mm-hmm. um which is really unfortunate the sound novel roots thrown out the window because uh, modern visual novels are, are really happening now mm. um very unfortunate such a shame the music remains 
pretty good. It's a lot yeah. of remixes from the first game. It's a little, little less, uh, or a little more understated, I feel, than it was in 999. But maybe that's just because I played that game so much that now I, I have those like motifs stuck in my head. Uh, I will say to to like say a few positive things that the uh, <laughs> the voice actor for for Zero the Third, which we didn't mention, is just um, probably the most hilarious part of this game so far. Because I assume the direction was just to sound as unhinged as possible. I don't know what the the Japanese one sounds like. Well, I'll just do this because I'll just do this now because she actually doesn't have too many other voice acting credits. Um, a little game called um, Danganronpa has happened by this game's release. And uh, if you don't know about that game, that's kids put in a twisted high school and they have to, they, they're like suggested to murder each other by various circumstances. Um, and that the game within the game of that game is led by a, a twisted sicko bear named Monokuma, uh, who, hey, is voicing, is also um, the same voice actor as Zero the Third in Japanese. Mm-hmm. It was just a sicko rabbit. Yeah, I don't know who is voicing him in English, but uh, very funny the way that they just shift from just a whole bunch of ridiculous accents the whole time, mostly just to make fun of Dio, which which is good. good if this game this is like the most cursed thing i could say about this game but if this game was just dio running around getting scolded by zero the third uh, i'd probably like it more already mm-hmm. um <laughs> anything else no, no thoughts on sigma sigma uses the first person i in uh uh the narration very yeah. prominently uh they're like this is not 999 I am I am still really confused what I'm supposed to take from Sigma because I feel mm-hmm. like he is he's clearly not just like a normal character. I don't feel like I'm I'm just a normal college student. I I am calling bullshit on him being just like you know I I've played nine nine nine. I know how this works. Um, <laughs> like the fact he he's very clearly not showing up in in group cinematics. <laughs> Um, unless he's that absent. Was... he's just absent from group shots. It's so, <laughs> so silly. It's yeah, it's very weird the way that it, it also like it's constantly like emphasizing the fact that you are no longer taking notes in like a physical notebook and Sigma's just remembering it. Um, I don't know if this is just like a weird some weird character bit where Sigma just has an amazing memory. Um, mm. But, uh, which would be silly, but... Um, don't don't erase your notes, all I'll say. Well, I only got the two... I've only got the two pages. Don't erase them. Or try not to erase them. As, as often as you can. Okay. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> uh, that is in reference to... You can now take... Uh, you can just like scribble notes on the on the well. I guess it would have been a DS screen, um, but there's just like a notes overlay that you can pull up to um, mm-hmm. jot down puzzles. Which boy, boy, are those necessary in some puzzles? Because there's just a lot of a lot of playing mastermind and shit. I'm gonna be tracking Sigma. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. I don't trust him. I don't. He's at least. Well, actually, no, I can't say that. He's not really more interesting of a character than, than Junpei. He's a bit more of a character, but only only barely. 
he's he's a bit more of a character in the sense that he's like loudly saying character like clear character things where he's just like i'm just a guy like he really he really is just a guy just looking to camera being like i'm just a guy and and honest honestly it's really a shame that he's absent like his character portrait is absent because the best part about him is just his ridiculous uh, i love his design his code is so funny if you haven't seen uh the a picture of sigma um i would look look it up uh He's got like an anarchist symbol and then underneath just says the word bad. Uh, there's some mm-hmm. other funny stuff on it. I don't have a picture up on my screen. Um, it's great. It's just like, what if you got a designer American apparel <laughs> punk vest, but it was a jumpsuit and it was blue? It's great. Um, definitely one of the best designs in the game. Yeah, I think that's all my thoughts for, for... Yeah, I think we should move on. We should move on, yes. We should move on. It's my fi- next whole page of yeah, summary. Sorry, y'all. podcast. <laughs> you all know what the runtime is, and I apologize in advance. All right. We step... Oh, wait, no, I scrolled too far down. Oh, my God, I can't even tell them apart. As the chromatic door is open for the first time, Luna urges Sigma to pick the groups by choice of door which Phi finished explaining before the time limit started. We group up with Phi and Tenmyoji to take the yellow door. After verification, we emerge immediately into a locked infirmary. By unraveling this room's puzzle, we open a safe holding a number of things. Some documents about the drugs in everyone's bracelets, two AB room card key cards, a map of the warehouse, the key to exit the infirmary, and a news article reporting on a virus called Radical 6, which is already called killed 100,000 people globally. Sigma reacts to the article with scrutiny, but the group advances out the locked door without any other ceremony. The three reach the end of a hall and reunite with the rest of the known regain players before an elevator. Together, they look at the maps they all received and go over the new supplementary rules before heading down the elevator. Three new chromatic doors with a different set of colors and locks are discovered, to be opened after the AB game. With nowhere else to go, the cast returns to the starting warehouse and the impending, mysterious AB game hanging over them. Upon returning, Zero the Third instructs them on some broad rules of the Ambidex game, a mini-game within the Nonary game, before telling them to use the keycards they found in the puzzle rooms to open the AB rooms. Phi and Sigma take the furthest room on the left, opening the door to find an old woman's corpse. Tenmyoji turns silent while Phi directs some of the other men to carry the body to the infirmary. Luna reveals her medical license and uses a nuclear imaging device to identify the cause of death, a probable knife to the heart. Suspicion flies, with Kay receiving the first accusations, as he was the only one conscious in the leftmost AB room. He refutes, saying it would be really pointless to incriminate himself like this if he was Zero, insisting that the game has not paused since the death, so it must be part of the real Zero's plan. No evidence supports anyone's claims, so the party shambles back to the AB rooms to vote with blood in the air. In the AB room, Zero explains the AB game in detail. Players who pass through the chromatic doors play together play against each other, the pair versus the solo. Each solo and pair must vote to either ally or betray the other. Should both parties vote ally, they receive 2 BP. If one votes ally while the other betrays, the betrayer receives 3 BP and the ally loses 2. Finally, if both parties betray, points stay the same. Phi calls for a game of rock, paper, scissors to decide if she or Sigma gets to pick the vote. She loses and then probes Sigma to vote Betray, simply because they have no reason to think Tenmyoji will ally. This time around, we comply and vote Betray. 
Okay, we've arrived at the the big conceit of this game. This really struggling to describe bracelet points. <laughs> it's it's so complicated. Like I really like can't get over the like how needlessly complex this game has gotten. It really feels like uh Uchikoshi just had like a list of his favorite like wikipedia pages and just really wanted to incorporate them in some way so we've got this like silly color theory going on which i'm sure there's gonna there's gonna be some nightmare with k coming around uh at some point oh oh because cmyk yeah yeah see we're missing, <laughs> we're missing k that's literally never occurred to me <laughs> that's amazing i hate the color shit I hate the color shit. Mm-hmm. It's just like there's nothing to solve in the way that the the numbers like are like modular and like have gaps in them mm-hmm. because because numbers are like as numbers as like a unit to a like a computational device are way more expressive than like three fixed colors that are just like checks to yeah. a, a door. It's also just way way easier to keep uh, a set of numbers in your head and like even the digital root stuff, like after you understand it, then it is to remember different color theory systems and the, the like different combinations that also work for the doors. Like, it's not just that we have the one base color theory, like, okay, you need to make these colors. It's also, we have on top of that different rules for who can and cannot open the doors. So there's like, there's this whole like checklists that you have to run through or you would have to run through if the game didn't just tell you explain in detail every single time you go through a door and it, it's it's just it's just nothing each time because mm-hmm. it's like because like i i do i do intimately know color theory right i i i paint like like every like multiple hours every week i i, I my eyes glaze over um i i didn't include this in a summary because it, it, it's just like really pointless i i really don't think it's important to it, like any point of this game mm-hmm. um and it'll continue to not be in the summary um but the way the colors work is that like the door is a color the groups the pair and solo colors need to mix in such a way relative to cmyk color theory that they would make that color but because of the colors that they're given it's either through um adjacent mixing or through complementary colors and it's like (laughs) it's like they they have to show they literally have to show a color wheel where the groups are like drawn over the color wheels and then there's like circles and stuff it it looks like um if you if you don't know the the twitter account final fantasy um charts that (laughs) look like she post it looks like that yes it really looks like that. Um, I can't believe that we've like that this game would be able to present goofy like ship post science charts, and I would not be into them. Right? Like, like there's there's just nothing. They do reuse one of them from the last game, and I was just like, oh yes. hey, I remember you. <laughs> I know you. That happens way like later. Game of life piece characters yes. telepathing at each other. <laughs> it's, it's just like. It's just like hearing a call from like, uh, like behind a wall. Just like, I, yeah, I know something better is out there. Um, <laughs> I'm being contacted to the morphogenetic field. I think it's also just very. This doesn't happen yet. It happens right in the next scene. But since we're on the color ship, 
probably should just hit it of the colors change every single vote so it just like there is no there is no constant to hold on to of characters so you can't even get like the character association that you had with 999 yeah like 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 the characters in 999 are built around like cultural conventions superstitions or tropes around their numbers and like Mm -hmm. quark he's got a hat it's like in 999 there would be conflict specifically because there could only be certain combinations relative to the characters and the specific doors that they had to go through and in this it as far as i can tell that's just like out the window because there are so many different combinations and they change every single time it, which is weird because this game seems to be much more about character conflict uh, and interpersonal dynamics than the last game, or at least it wants to be. I don't know that it mm-hmm. actually is so far. Yeah, real, real, real uh, down downgrade in terms of of amb- of nonary game. Actually, not not sure about this Ambidex dis- edition. You, you, don't, need- you don't like you don't like Zero the Third's edit. I, I appreciate the energy that he's bringing <laughs> to, to the announcement. Um, oh that's really all I can give him. And then we have we have the mini game, which is like actually, actually what most the game is like centered around uh, in a weird way. Or like the the narratives the the narrative game yeah of yeah the notary game is what it's centered is centered around stage is a mini game it's really the only thing that's happening yeah in terms of like game because it's like them. it's it's the only like actual source of tension because every everything else just kind of goes along I mean I guess just skipping over the woman that we found murdered because who cares <laughs> um. <laughs> It's the, contrasting the way that this game depicts finding a dead body to how 999 fa- had found a dead body. And it's just like, it's so bloodless and pointless. Like, like the body's just like a prop. Yeah. It's, it's nobody we know. There's no like actual like connection drawn from it. Like it, it do- goes nowhere. It it's like immediately fizzles out. Um, to have the same exchange that we had in the infirmary in nine nine nine, where everyone's just like, "Oh, zero could be one of us who who killed who killed Snake," and it's just like a worse version of that conversation. Mm-hmm. And also, I, I don't, I didn't have anywhere to actually put this, but we we met like we mentioned the whole game is in three D and it looks very silly, and. I, I really think it's it's going to be really hard to, to actually take this game seriously because these char- characters, especially especially Clover and Luna, because the game really wants them to just be like doing modeling poses the whole time, making just some goofiest expressions through the entire game as they're explaining to you like how viruses work and, and I'm talking about this body <laughs> and doing the like literally doing like a winky face like with one arm behind her head like she's posing for the side of like an amber crombie bag <laughs> the the idea of the gestures like like it's it's very clear that like that like kunishimura like prop they, that they worked from probably a 2d design stage where kunishimura was like 
here's the new character ideas here's the new like costuming ideas here's the gestures and then they like handed it to like like three people who have never rigged a model in their life and it just it's they just like have the uh, emotional expression the capacity of emotional expression as like the average wojack face oh my god like it's literally like the the mouth the gate pointing backwards face over and over again to different effects Mm -hmm. it's awful yeah, and and the way that they're animated is also like, I I don't know it's it's not like uncanny because they don't are trying to look like real people, but it it's just dry. It's just such a dry echo because because the way nine nine nine's character portraits when they, when they changed the way they entered the 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 display of the the novel segment is that they do a brief animation mm-hmm. that would and then they land in the the expression that, that accompanies the line that's printed like um being written to the text box and that's happening now but because <laughs> because they have the weight and just are animated in the way they are it's just like oh my god well there's also there aren't any like transitionary like animations they just like jump between expressions and then just kind of... Oh, some of them have it. Okay, it's very... It's... They just don't do it all the time. <laughs> Great. Uh, it's it's really weird. It feels it feels like there's just missing frames, but also they they continue to do this, like, breathing sway the whole time, which is just... it. It's really hard to describe the, like, effect of just watching these characters, like bob slightly yeah just bob back and forth and that's like most of their animation and also blink occasionally uh which looks really silly when they're winking at the same time like constantly winking and then slowly blinking it's it's i it's it's a it's a it's a mess it's such a mess and it's really it really is the worst with uh clover and luna because they already look ridiculous and and then like their expressions just just dial it up. Okay, we we actually did not actually <laughs> talk about the the silly uh game. Um, I I mean, what's I don't know what the fuck to say about it because like, what's what's our relationship to Tenyoji right now? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. We 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 did a bunch of latent puzzles in a the, the maybe I think the infirmary has maybe some of the worst puzzles in this game <laughs> because it like there's like a grid where you have to like there's like color-coded icons that are then also on the thing and then there's a place where you have to report them but it's like the the key is like in in for one solution it's by like the amount of like groups of them or something and then also like the negation or like or like you have to like you have to like lay over a solution you got somewhere else of the grid just like by going between them or drawing it and like counting where they overlap and it's like that's just like busy work it's yeah no i was on the, i was stuck on this this is when i finally broke down and just did did uh easy. yeah that one really sucks I, I spent probably like 20 minutes trying to figure out what was wrong here and, and could just not not figure it out even after knowing the solution i got it wrong several times yeah it's it, it's more like referencing two spreadsheets than mm-hmm. it is like solving a puzzle. At least in this case, um, I'm, I'm a bit more. I'm a bit warmer on the next puzzle that we are going to talk about. Um, but damn, I do I hate the infirmary every single time. I I, I think I think it single handedly stopped like more than two attempts to replay this game in the past. Oh, wow. Um, 
I could definitely see that. Yeah. Yeah, without the hint system in this game, I I don't even know. I would I guess good that they have it there. Um yeah. Are those are those like good character bits? I've literally never read the hints. Not really. No. They really are just Damn. kind of like um if you remember how Ace would just kind of like taunt you with knowing the answer in or mm-hmm. or Ace or Snake both kind of did this taunt you with the answer in 999. It's basically just that, like the same character voice for everyone. I'm just like, you know, what if you thought about it this way? And it's just like, uh, fine, fuck off. I'll figure it out. It can be real funny when we're with Quirk, a child. <laughs> <laughs> like every every time I solve a puzzle in this game is like akin to the slot machine puzzle in 999 where I just feel defeated. <laughs> I just feel run down and just happy that it's over. Like, zero satisfaction from any of the puzzles so far, let's say. And I, I don't, I, I'm curious if, if it works any better on Vita. Um, I'm playing this on PC and using a combination of keyboard and mouse, and navigating the rooms is feels like very awkward and trying to like uh, yeah the cursor speed isn't great um I, I i'm generally using the touch screen when i can or the shoulder buttons to to turn yeah i, f- I found it's like it has kind of like notches that you get stuck into yes. at points um because the the instead of having the static frames like the first or 999 um i guess the first game um where you would sort of like use an arrow to toggle between them this one has like google maps 360 view where you just kind of like spin around in a room but it still gets stuck at like points of geometry or the camera will kind of like zoom in or out to focus on different things so if you're playing it like with just a mouse you have to like drag the screen around but uh it doesn't actually like to be dragged so i'm like using a combination of like keyboard panning and mouse dragging. Uh, it's just, it's just very strange to, to try yeah, and not play the PC port. I, I played it on PS4 when I tried replaying it and dropped it successively. Um, and it was a little tolerable there. Cause I just like, I wasn't, I wasn't fighting a mouse. Yeah. I mean, the mouse is honestly mostly fine. It's, mm-hmm. it's just that you can't just use a mouse or you like, you have to like also use a keyboard or right, right, right. Um, yeah, it feels it feels very like haphazard. Um, mostly fine in like every other part of the game, um, but did stand out to me as just like I am now like <laughs> fighting against the game in a way that is is just odd. Um, maybe maybe better with a with a touch screen. I'm not sure. Yeah, I guess maybe we don't have much to say about the AB. <laughs> game at this point i don't know nothing uh i like the little rock paper scissors pop up you do with with five that's real cute yeah uh probably the best or my favorite moment of of characterization with her so far she's really just the the second lower dumb character for the most part Mm -hmm. um yeah we'll talk we'll talk more about the prisoner's dilemma at a later date i'm sure where we go next we step out of the AB room after voting Betray, and Fi is immediately very slimy about her choice despite her leading questions. 
we walk up to Zero the Third's Vocaloid screen so we can announce the AB game results. Alice, Luna, and Tenmyoji were betrayed, raising the, the six pairs players to six BP and knocking the three solos down to one BP. Outrage ensues over the results. Before the group splinters, Zero the Third has some parting announcements. Should anyone's BP drop to zero, the drugs in the bracelet will kill them. Finally, through crocodile tears, he announces his departure to silently facilitate the remainder of the game. The players quickly split, leaving Sigma to reflect on the moments up to his abduction. He was simply going to campus on Christmas Eve to finish an undergrad assignment after his home computer crashed. He bemoans his situation, thinking there's nothing special about him to be part of this mess. Sigma makes his way through the three chromatic door rooms, now freely accessible. In the lounge, Kay and Dio discuss with you the improbability of Radical Six actually existing or being an epidemic, as none of them have ever heard of it. We then go to the infirmary, finding Tenmoji and Quirk, the former still bitter about getting betrayed. Tenmoji reluctantly admits that Quirk is his grandson. Meanwhile, Quirk responds to the two's calls despondently before shaking the haze off, simply attributing it to exhaustion. Finally, we walk in on Clover and Alice in the crew cabin quarters, where Sigma corners them after having overheard a discussion about contacting some kind of headquarters. They disclose that they are co-workers, and Clover begins to detail the prior two nonary games. The group bickers on the current game's relationship to the prior when Tenmyoji comes rushing, demand if they've seen Luna. Quirk has collapsed, so the floor is spit up to fetch Luna and accompany Tenmyoji. All the players once again gather around, Luna and the nuclear medical device before she breaks the news. Quark is infected with Radical 6. Panic spreads before Luna tells everyone that there is already a known cure called Axelever. They are unable to find any, however, and Quark's condition escalates. The boy gets up from the medical bed, screaming of wanting to be freed from his body so his soul can escape, brandishing a scalpel against his throat before the cast struggles to pin him down, disarm him, and ultimately anesthetize him for his own safety. Welcome to Quirk's Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah, I didn't know we were going to be... I didn't know Virtue's Last Reward was also going to be the happening. Um, <laughs> silly. What if there was a disease that made you kill yourself? <laughs> if, if Sigma starts talking to plants, then, then I'll know there's, there's some cross-pollination. I mean, there has to be, right? That, that literally that I think I think there may be contemporary or maybe uh, I think I think the happening's contemporary to maybe the first game? Or like maybe a year or two after it? Oh yeah, two, I don't really two, two, two thousand eight, yeah. So yeah. It, it would have been contemporary to nine nine nine. Yeah. It, he's he's making nine nine nine. He's like, Oh shit, I wish I could have included this cool <laughs> this cool disease that makes you kill yourself. God I I love him. Um. Yeah, Radical Six. I'm um, not gonna go away. Uh, can't wait to learn more. Right? Yeah. Not not very radical in my opinion. Mm. Um, very silly to play this. Uh, in act after actual <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm like a hundred thousand is not that much. <laughs> um. <laughs> so fucked up. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there'll be more of that. Um. Some, oh, yeah. some more parallels going on uh right now it really is just just the sicko disease the the whole depiction of suicide in this route is just just pure shock value um 
which both sucks, but is also like so hollow that is honestly hard to actually have any like at least for me i ha- i have like no impact from watching this just because it's so goofy i I, th- I think the reason that it's like was for some whatever fucking reason softer for japanese <laughs> japanese like morality or censorship or whatever advisors i don't i don't really know what like that role looks like in in like japanese development game mm-hmm. development at that level but like I, I think it's just softer because it's not it's not really like engaging with like a real person <laughs> like um or like the the typically depicted uh reasons for suicide um handled in media um and in like an average person's um day-to-day mental health struggle it's, it's mm-hmm. just like not really on that level and it's not really even like kind of pointing at it i, I think it's i think it's fine i don't think there's like a problem with it i just think it's like very very silly yeah no i don't i don't it's not like like i can't i can't even feel like anything towards it as like problematic or like bad <laughs> bad to depict because it is just mm-hmm. fully like in a a fantasy world of of suicide that is literally just like a an actual virus like it, they might as well have like alien parasites that are eating them yeah this this whole scene is basically just like this this even made it feel even more like a like a reality show cuz this is just the downtime where they can't go and play the game again so they just have to hang around in the lounge and the infirmary I guess mm-hmm. um everyone picks their like hangout spot and you get to go around and have just really boring conversations with all of them I I really like well I don't like but the post ab result scenes are always really amusing to me um one because it's the only time you get to see um it's like one of the only regular moments of seeing um community shimmer's illustrations um Mm -hmm. because there's like these amazing uh uh like 2d uh cut-ins of every single (laughs) character that kind of like collage over each other um because they because the scene where they're actually the cg the 3d model scene where they're actually looking at the at the result screen is just awful it's so (laughs) horrific it's like like, no no one's posed they might as well be t-posing yeah and it's like kind of blurry too in a way (laughs) sigma's not in it it is taken from like the the most inexplicable angle that's like kind of behind the screen like in a corner the way this game is like trying to play visually with like like security camera and like um like newscast almost like overlays of Mm -hmm. like having like characters coming in from the side as like little pop-ins and like having lots of overlays that make it seem like you're watching like a like a recording or something um it it's just really thin and unsuccessful um i don't know if that's going to actually be like a narrative hinge at some point um we'll see but uh you know maybe sigma is morphogenically connected from a bunker somewhere um i've seen the cover of zero time dilemma uh, <laughs> yeah wish wish that those those uh cut in portraits were used more because they do the same sort of um characters like flying in from the side of the screen to like be like shocked at a revelation but they just use the standard portraits that show up <laughs> And they're just. I think that's when they do like the the transition animations only. I think yeah. I think that's I think that's why we think we're thinking different things because they only do it on the cut-ins. Yeah, when they're only having to animate the head, there's 
there's actual animation there. They just they couldn't figure out how bodies work. Or Luna's got that one where like both of her hands are like near her face, and she's like, like yeah. mouth agape. <laughs> really, the only like good fully or like not fully work this is that's not how this works um the good like sound design work in this game is the the, the like sound yeah where she's it like, is really good <laughs> like yeah it's very nice <laughs> it has to do it twice basically because there's not it can't fit all the characters on the same screen um mm-hmm. which is very funny yeah most of, most of the interactions in this this little intermission um because we mentioned that in the summary, but the doors are all on timers. So, like, the the nonary game is now built in. Uh, what if instead of having a, a timer that, that counted down to the ship thinking, you just it counted mm-hmm. down to the doors opening? Um, yeah. And it's just, like, the, the, the timer is going to be when the events end. Like, it, it's, it's never, like... There's no, like, sense of time management or, like... In, right? Because at the same point in, in 999, we're, like looking for the door batteries in the set in the infirmary room and then looking for snake mm-hmm. and then having to be like, we literally, there's not enough narrative time, even being generous with like f- fiction time, like that we, we can't, we have to go. And in this situation, like there's, there's no like establishing of alibis in the way that like that situation, like kind of leads you to be like, who is where and like, who is number, like lets them get mm-hmm. to somewhere, etc. Um, Like we don't have that here. It's just like, they're in rooms, go talk to them. Clover's going to explain the, the nonary games to you. Yeah. And we'll, we'll get to that more later. The relation, the like explicit relationship this game has to the, to nine, nine, nine is like, I think one of the weakest parts for me. Um, Every time it comes up, uh, I'm sure it's going to come up a whole lot. This this has almost like the Mass Effect problem to where like it wants to make sure you can talk to every character and like get the important information, but it also wants to like pretend there are like disagreements or tensions between characters. Um, like there's a scene with uh, Temioji where he's like chewing you out for betraying him. Um, but if you keep talking to him, eventually he'd be like, all right, I'll tell you about my grandson. Yeah, and he's just, like, bashful about being a, a grandfather. Yeah. yeah. Super weird. And then, like, there's actual, like, like Dio just being like, no, Quark, Quark voted Betray. Obviously, the child overpowered me <laughs> in the AB room and voted Betray. <laughs> like, no one follows up on that. And it's like, um. <laughs> yeah, we have, like, we have Clover just, like being bashful like i just wanted to get out as soon as possible and like that that is like the start and the end of her whole excuse it's every everyone's like response to getting out of these games is just makes is makes no sense to me it's like trying to shortcut having character tension without actually like building it into like long-term character dynamics i i don't know if this is like an issue with like a problem with habit how many more branches this game has if you know they just like took on more than they could or whatever um so I'm curious to see how this unfolds a future future uh routes um mm-hmm. that get different results but like really don't understand clover's character in any of these scenes just zero sense to me even like trying to to like situate her post 
999 where she's become like a sicko cop or whatever well we'll get to that i think i think that's all i have to say about this little middle section yeah really not a whole lot yeah okay uh, given no time to wind down from Cork's manic display, the party realizes they only have five minutes to reach and enter the next chromatic doors. Kay hikes the drug cork on his back, and they rush down to the lowest floor. Reaching the doors as they open, Tenmoji, who can't join Quirk due to the current assignment of pairs and solos, goes on about how he needs Quirk to go with someone he can trust, disqualifying Sigma for his prior AB vote, and the pair of Luna and Phi as he needs someone who can carry Quirk safely. Alice contends as she doesn't want to go with Dio and see Quark's, uh, sees Quark's defaulting to ally as a boon, but Tenyoji pushes for Quark to go with Clover and Sigma, expressing an unexplained trust in Clover. A vote goes in Tenyoji's favor, and the group breaks off into their respective doors. Clover and Sigma drag Quark to a lab- room-labeled treatment center, discovering three sealed pods in an observation room. They clear the puzzle and place the knocked-out Quark in one of the pods, which are capable of slowing the progress of Radical Six. The room safe contains a drug called neostigmine in an injection gun, the usual key out of the room, the next AB room key cards, and a sheet of paper describing additional rules. One of the three in each door group is required to vote or all three will suffer the penalty of death. Coincidentally, the announcer begins speaking. The AB doors have been opened and the countdown for the voting round has begun. Before actually vacating the room, the two notice a log for the treatment pods updating on one of the monitors, revealing that three people were cryogenically frozen until the start of the game, but with the exact defrost time obscured. They debate the trustworthiness of the information, given the fact that it was clearly revealed to them by Zero, before taking the long route back to the elevator. Passing by the next set of chromatic doors, Clover suggests they vote Betray against the defaulting Quirk, worried K will reach 9 points and leave the rest behind. Sigma reacts with surprise, considering Tenmyoji's dramatic display, and hurries them to rejoin the group before the AB game ends. Re-entering the main warehouse, Tenmyoji tries to pick a fight over Quirk's absence before the treatment pods are explained, and he runs off with Clover leading the way. Sigma takes the opportunity to mouth off at Dio for starting the AB round without them, but it turns out that no one else in the group received the same additional rules note. The group returns to the topic of the treatment pods, wondering who was put to cryogenic sleep, when Phi reminds us one of the rules of the game. The bracelets will come off when a heart stops. Seeing a path to free themselves of the bracelets, the players rush back to the treatment center only to find the cryogenic function disabled and the plan squashed. The timer ticking, they return to the warehouse A to complete the AB round. This is probably my favorite puzzle in the game or so far or in the route. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love I love the once you once you're like at the end and you just have the key for the the the, the letters. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, this puzzle is like a, there's so it's like a series of um like clock hands you need to like find and I and identify, and then you need to report the times somewhere in such a way that it tells you how to navigate like a a board game of letters that you. You move such that you get a, a English passcode to report that gives you the safe codes. Okay, yes, actually, I take it back. That part I absolutely hated. Um, you that, hate? Oh, I love that part. That, that part, that part fucked me up so bad. Um, firstly, I, I just couldn't figure out the main conceit, and then I was reading it backwards, so I kept entering the password as just gibberish. 
Um, because um, they put the they do like minutes, hours, and and the times are written in hours and then minutes, like normal. I'm so far uh just really struggling with any of the like more Professor Lightney like logic puzzles they put in into these rooms. Um, they're pretty brutal. They're like they're very hard, and I don't feel like there is much work being done to actually like teach you how to solve them yet. It, I'm sure it'll become easier, or hopefully, it will become easier as I play more of this game and kind of get in that mode. Um, but they're like they're they're all like very kind of traditional logic puzzles in a way that the first game was like more just adventure gamey, like pick up objects, put them around. Or it was like immediately linked to a thing that was already introduced in the rules of the game, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like uh, you immediately have to do like hexadecimal counting to, to do the second puzzle in the, the four door Mm -hmm. in the kitchen. And then it's like, and then it's like, Oh, here's how, here's like counting and here's like more ways to, to think about like counting or digital roots. Yeah, um, it there's also... nothing about colors. Yeah, it... <laughs> nothing about colors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm very curious if colors come up at all in the, <laughs> in the puzzles. Uh, they really are so strangely absent now that you mention that. But yeah, I mean, it, they're. It's like both that they're they're already abstracted from the game world, so they don't have like any sort of like physical component that would like help you understand them and they have now taken out most of the most of the hints that would be given to you in 999 are now part of the easy route so you know unless you're just like initially switching to easy you aren't really given any like gestures Any in guidance. yeah you're really just like shown the puzzle and like expected to be able to decipher it yeah. um so yeah i i struggled with this a lot but stuff that i did really enjoy was all of the hilarious adventure gamey item picking up like just putting multiple entire plants in your inventory yeah. it's extremely <laughs> yeah, I funny love, i do love having to put the plant into the pod cryogenically freeze it so it shatters and then taking an sd card out of it <laughs> yes this this is the, this is the goofiness i need because it's like you you see a plant and it has something like wedged in its trunk but you can't get it out and it's like okay like my first thought was all right i need to go find like some tweezers or something because you know i've played 999 i know how to you get stuff out of a out of a heart, um, and, and then Sigma's just like, "Well, I better take the whole thing with me." And just puts the whole plant <laughs> in his inventory. It's extremely funny. It's uh, a buff guy. Yeah, and this is also the when the game gets weirdly horny. Um, it's it's been kind of ambiently horny up to this point, and then this mm-hmm. this whole puzzle is just like Clover making innuendos and flirting with sigma and then like propos like basically saying when we get out of this let's go on a date um in a in like a in a weird way um mm-hmm. she does 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 get a fun bit of uh going sherlock on the on the clock which is easily like 
her best bit of characterization so yes. far because yeah, it really being like hmm but the times are not shown but they show back they show negative hours yeah i, I clover being just <laughs> just like the the sherlock in the first game was was really good when that finally happened um mm-hmm. and this is like the only real continuation of that here where she's basically telling sigma to like like they find they go to a clock and Sigma's like, Oh, this looks like a normal clock and Clover is just like, What are you talking about? Are your eyes broken? Here let me <laughs> let me list the five oddities of this clock. Uh and then starts to list them and Sigma's just like, Oh, okay, we should do this and he's like, No, 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 shut up. I'm I haven't finished my list. It's very <laughs> it's very good. Really hope there's more of that. But uh yeah, not 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 into this 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 game has like way fewer of the like outright like really gross like horny shit that nine 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 has. It's just like just kind of sitting there in the like in the dialogue in like more casual like sexism, I guess, or like um one off jokes that aren't actual jokes they're just like i don't know opportunities yeah i feel like i feel like if i'm being charitable i think this game actually does a better job of of like integrating the characters being ignorant in their voice than than 999 i feel like 999 has a lot of like all right here now the anime tropes are happening and i have to deal with like this like uh uh, uh slapstick uh old old guy woman who's being told she's old but she's like 30 who's got her tits out mm-hmm. kind of gag routine um and here it's just like no dio's just slimy dio's just slimy and like sigma is a like a like a college student who's who's just like being cd because he's <laughs> who's like being odd because he's like 20 or whatever mm-hmm. it's i feel like it like is mostly coming from the female characters in a lot of ways like there's mm-hmm. the scene in in th- like very at the start where sigma is like giving uh fire boost and she's like oh you just want to look up my skirt um and he has to do like this whole routine of just like what are you talking about we're like in a desperate situation then she does the, the epic jump so it's it's just like it it comes up in just like the weirdest spots and it's just like what are we like it's on it's it's honestly kind of similar to the the way that suicide is depicted to where it's just like so out of left field it right, makes no yeah. sense for like I'm wrong. It make it makes no sense for the for it to be there um that is almost like less offensive in a way cuz it's just like what the fuck It's just white noise. Yeah. There was like a hilarious just what the fuck line of dialogue that Phi does when they find the dead body um to where Fi says something i'm pretty sure she literally says uh she might be dead but she's still a woman <laughs> yeah that is how it's <laughs> translated i don't know what that line is but it's definitely translated that way yep yeah it's uh it's yeah it's it's really it's really strange i mean all all the all the writing in this game is, is strange but the it, it it just feels like it's been put through like google translate and it's just spitting out the 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 most unusual way that you could uh 
you could like put all this information together. Seems like it has like a larger localization team than last time. So, but I haven't actually looked that much into the localization process. But uh, the localization lead is the same person. I don't know how much more staff they had exactly. Yeah, I need to. I, I haven't actually done like an a, a a direct comparison of count. It seems like this game has like a fairly large team, um, and I don't think nine 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 had that big of a team. So, um, but I need, I, I wasn't able to find any like, uh, budget information or anything, which is not unusual for games. Uh, what else happens in this, in this room? Uh, um, we what get, does happen? We like, get, we get all of the, the cryogenic stuff that just goes nowhere. That, I feel like that's the part of the problem is that like, because there's so much more in this game, like the individual pieces are so feel un- really underwritten. Mm-hmm. I think because like because they we like do the cryogenic thing for the puzzle, and then it takes it takes like uh th- like three more scenes after the puzzle for anyone to be like, oh, uh, the fun one of the fundamental rules of the game is that it the bracelets are based on our heart rate, and if we just go to sleep, the bracelets will come off, um, and. And then, and then it's nothing, and then it's just like immediately at that end, and it's like, yeah, oh, okay, cool, bye. It it has the impression, um, I I feel this kind of this this might not be like an exact poll, but I feel like a lot of contemporary like mystery shows that are now like being set up to be multiple seasons right out the gate have mm-hmm. like a similar problem to where they have so much more time to fill or, or like they're, they're allowed to like stretch all of their clues over like a much larger period of time that they don't actually have to like lay them in very compactly or like think mm. as much about like the order of information and like setting up clues like 999 being such a small game re- really seems to have been a huge benefit to like uh forcing uchikoshi to like pack stuff in there in a way that this game is just like throwing so much information out and just like giving like a we'll come back to this later like yeah and i i think the like economy of 999 is is also like really apparent next to this game because um we'll see in immediately in the next route that we play um there is way less of a common route in this game like the moment you pick a first door hmm things diverge like dramatically in a way that like 999 has like really the same events happening and um the the way that game can place a point of question and then have you wait until like like two more bad endings for the characters to kind of actually speak on it Mm -hmm. um you there's not there's no opportunity for that like the characters are going to each puzzle room once and then and then on a different door set no one's going there Oh wow! And it's and it's like, so it's like we no we got it we got to get it all in. Sigma has to see it. That's the only way we can be expressed can express to the team. Um, and then we have to fall. We have to like follow that narrative thread to its conclusion right now. Oh well, that that sucks. Yeah. That sucks mm-hmm. to know. Here, mm-hmm. I I was being I was being generous. I was like, all right, yeah, we'll figure this out. You know, this will come back next time. Well, we... which isn't to say like like I, the most of the things brought in don't expand, but they're mm-hmm. not. It's not in the same way where like 
you read you're reading mostly the same mystery novel mm-hmm. four times and 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 given like varying like very slightly different information to piece things together or rewards for having pieced things together as mm-hmm. you as you reread um you're just kind of like here's this new thing on a platter what do you think next one next course gosh let's go bye yeah and then and then we get we get this like again just immediate diffusion of of any tension where dio starts the ab game and then it's just like i just didn't know didn't didn't get the notes and it's like okay didn't know we still have 45 minutes to vote it's okay and and then and then they and then you go back to where you just fucking were to go back again and then it's like oh there's only five minutes now but, and it's like ah, what the the i i mentioned this kind of already but like the ability to have like any graphs of how much time is passing is just completely obliterated in this game like yeah. there there is no like equivalent to like hearing the clock chime and the characters being like oh we gotta hustle now we can't you know we can't lounge around here like they try and do something similar with the announcer saying that like oh the the game is gonna start but like almost every time the players are like no we have more time it's fine we can go do the thing that i want to do every time we've got we've got 10 minutes it's fine i can totally go through this hall down the elevator spend some time talking about trigenic sleep and then come back and we still got five minutes left it's like i Mm -hmm. i don't understand the like space that this game is existing in yeah it's just it's just way i almost wish they weren't playing the nonary game <laughs> because like because like that's that's really the issue because if, if the game was just like firmly uh, if there's just more space for it to be about like the characters meeting like like if there's just more like like to to use to use a gamer expression more pvp situations <laughs> Uh, for the characters to have like negative relationships against each other like like in the way that they have to play this like prisoner's dilemma game um after each puzzle mm-hmm. um like I, I feel like the game could be un like unburdened with having to like resemble 999 because the thing that's so strong about 999 is just like like no the ship is sinking you feel it mm-hmm. like it is it is imminent people are the numbers are dwindling characters are disappearing um the moment the game starts um and and it's just like eh, everyone's everyone's just playing the ab game vote f- don't vote betray i'll never vote betray because i'd kill someone why would i do that like there's just like like everyone's gonna murk you if you kill someone in the ab game like <laughs> like everyone would just kill you afterwards um yeah i mean that's like the stakes are so strange. They're very strange, and there's like, there's zero conversation outside of the AB game of people like trying to coordinate. Like that, that yeah. just doesn't happen at all. And it's like that feels like step one. Like in nine nine nine, characters are like constantly like Lotus, especially is being like, you mm-hmm. know, if we if we team up, we can go through this door, and you know, yeah, that's gonna fuck everyone else over, but that's fine. We'll get out um you're just you're just sigma's just because sigma's a pair each time you're just enforced to be trusting a character mm-hmm. that is with you and but it like to like very little effect like it doesn't mean any like like in this round in particular right i we're being I, we're being out on this game and i'm kind of playing along because i am also pretty down <laughs> on this on this route and just like how this game opens um uh i i, I do think this game like gives us more material to like deal to 
engage like approach these situations in a way that which they're interesting okay. eventually it does not do that um it, whether that's good whether or not that's good oh no <laughs> it does it's good but it does it does do like have like a, a thing that it's doing that is just like not unveiled in a way okay. right now and it's also not doing the mystery novel thing so it's just mm. like we're just here to like complain about these like bad like hard sci-fi like lazy hard sci-fi pieces yeah it's it's a much lazy is a bad word but like but like un- unfulfilling hard sci-fi yeah. pieces it's, it's a it's a much weaker start than than 999 like really grasping at, at anything to, to to pull me through so mm-hmm. hope, hoping hoping next rats are more fulfilling I think it's time for the end. Yeah, let, I think it's time for the wrap end it up. so I don't talk about how much I don't like the game for another <laughs> half hour. <laughs> Back in the AB room, Clover retracts her previous statement to betray, revealing Tenmyoji gave her some information while they were alone that changed her mind, though she won't say what. Complying with her wish, we vote ally, and the AB concludes with Kay, Alice, and Dio betraying, while all other players ally. Dio defends himself against Alice's charge of attempted murder, given her point count, saying if he had allied, Kay would be able to escape, thus leaving them all to rot away. The announcer states the next round will allow them to play the A-B game an unrestricted amount of times, meaning they can all get out together. With time to kill, they split up to search the lower floors for the Radical Six cure. Sigma, Phi, and Clover end up in a pressure exchange chamber whose existence signals to them that the Radical Six pandemic may truly exist. Sigma ends up alone with Clover once again and begins to probe her about a prior comment about bioweapons, recognizing she knows more than she's letting on. With a bit of reluctance, she determines she can share with Sigma who she is and what she knows. Clover and Alice are special agents of the Special Office of Internal Security, a secret U.S. intelligence division concerned with terrorist groups and extremist activity. Clover meets Alice shortly after the last notary game in the Nevada desert, who is out there investigating the terrorists on a tip that they were in the test facility that the game was conducted in. However, the agency finds nothing and all the participants of the prior notary game go on with their lives. Clover and her brother are antagonized out of their home after their mother hires bodyguards, fearing for their safety after a second dramatic kidnapping um, in the second nonary game in, the, in 999. The two run away to an average life, Clover working at a cafe while her brother composes and performs as a harpist. But Alice returns, asking for their help. She has been gathering the espers from the first nonary game to request their assistance in stopping a terrorist organization from triggering a viral pandemic. Clover reluctantly agrees, eventually being led to believe it would help her find the two who orchestrated the second nonary game. The siblings train with the organization, but Clover falls for a trap on her first mission. She is saved by Alice and escapes feeling ashamed despite finding the organization's headquarters. Intent to redeem herself, she's put on another infiltration mission scheduled for December 25th, 2028. Unfortunately, the duo is kidnapped on the 22nd, leading to their presence in this nonary game. Sigma takes Clover at her word. The young woman finishes by remembering that the neostigmine that they found is an antidote to the deadly muscle relaxant in their bracelet. She runs to share her findings with Alice, leaving Sigma to wait until an elevator returns to follow. We emerge from the elevator to find Phi dazed and nonverbal. She lethargically points towards the door when asked about Clover. We backtrack through every room but fail to find Clover or literally any of the other players. With only the infirmary left, Sigma opens the door to a bloody sight. 
All the players, barring Quark and Kay, are dead and bled out at the neck. Taken in by the scene, Sigma's vision begins to wobble. He picks up a bloodied scalpel, which was likely shared by the room, and follows suit. That's Clover's end. What a good, that's a good end. You got it. You got, you got Clover's picture now. Real, real sad there wasn't any, like, bad end screen that comes up. That's the good end. <laughs> it's the good end. You got Clover's picture now. Oh, my God. You got it. You got Clover's little uh, lore dump. What? I mean, it's good. What a what a lore dump! Just absolutely <laughs> unhinged backstory. Do you like getting this one first? Did you like getting this one first? Well, I don't know what comes next. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, um, uh, th- thinking about like how uh the UI of nine 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 works, uh, th- this is not really the first. Like, like if, if you were to follow the same rules of where, like, if you just pick the first choice, oh, okay. um, this is not really the first door or ending you'd end up at, which is a little different because this game is like, no, you pick. There's no one else cares about what the doors are for some reason. Um, so you're, you're left to be open-ended. Um, and um, I, I feel like because this game is after modern visual novels and the endings are... Um, character portraits say like like this is i think i think like in the the text of the game at some point this is literally called the clover ending mm. in some capacity or it shows your picture on your save file the the way that in which you can like target characters in this game at a at a more surface level because they just tell you what the pairs are mm-hmm. at face value in where in 999 you have to like do math to do that and it's not really the point yeah um I feel like I feel like this is a good ending to hit the first time. It it probably is. I I have nothing to compare it to, so I'll have to get back to you on that. <laughs> yeah, you'll comment next um, time. This might be this might be an accenting situation. Oh God. <laughs> this, I mean, this whole game is like on par of accenting so far. So we'll see. We'll see where we go. Uh, it's it's just it's just like the most like outrageous connection to the prior game to throw out that they're working for fake cia uh doing esper shit but also we're had <laughs> run away from home and snake is making new age heart music yeah. run away from home because they're like a, i guess rich family was like no like clearly you're unsafe we need to hire bodyguards for you and they were just like no we don't want bodyguards everyone will think we're weird and it's like both of you are like at least 18 what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> like snake's like definitely 21 mm-hmm. by the, during 999 i think is the age gap between them um and clover is 18 um now 21 and it's like you ran you ran away from home like what they're working in a cafe and you know I want that visual novel. <laughs> I I wish, yeah. If if this, I wish this leaned into being like a <laughs> coffee shop hangout sort of vibe at all. Where's the um? Where's the diner business sim where you play as Clover and and Snake? I need I need like a like a diner dash game that's also a visual novel, and it's mm-hmm. it's it's Clover and 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 Snake. Um, very good. 
And then there's rhythm game segments at night. Yeah. Fuck. Why aren't we playing this game? <laughs> it's called Toho's Mysterious Izakaya. Uh, God. Um, um, yeah, the lore dump's weird, and, and this is vaguely the form of every ending. Okay. So so they're they're basically all seven backdra- background, like, recap style? Um, They're generally, like all right now i'll tell you Mm. and and it's like the character who it is like just like talking at ends at sigma um in this mostly the same format and it's like all right yeah sure the the way that this the way that this backstory has like seven getting on the phone to convince clover to become a cop is (laughs) It's deeply coerced. It's it's all like, I I don't even know what to make of this honestly. Besides it being like extremely goofy, because it just feels ridiculous. Um, mm-hmm. but is clearly going to be significant. Uh, to the what do you think about this viral this viral weapon? What does that have to do with anything? <sighs> hmm. Yeah, I, I, I don't. It, it again, really weird to play this <laughs> after a, after a pandemic. Um, even though I don't, I don't think it's going in that direction really at all. No. Um, really, I, is just it's just happening. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like we've like actually like the the way in which we've been filled in on like the the world conditions in a way that nine 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 was never interested in Mm -hmm. and but it's like really not that interesting it's like oh there's some terrorist organization i guess i guess they probably made radical six like who could say (laughs) um uh, like they the terrorist made a suicide virus great all right yeah to to clean the the unpure something just yeah 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 just just like (laughs) completely vague tethered in nothing yeah the the characters in this both do definitely live in a society, but their society is is non-existent. Society has people who have ideas for no reason. Mm-hmm. Some sometimes <laughs> you're just a sicko. Sometimes you just want to watch the world burn. Sometimes you have complex reasons. Yeah. No, no. Um, Uchikoshi watched watched The Dark Knight and was just like, "What if I? What if everyone was the Joker? What if? What if we are mm-hmm. the real monsters? What if everyone's that bat that guy that that one cop who said." Um, you know my my uh, my middle name is Robin or whatever the fuck he says. Oh no, my god! Okay, we can't we can't get into, we can't explicitly Batman um, not in this not in this in this game. No, are you sure? Fi Fi could be lying. She could have been betraying she you she when she said that she wasn't Superman or Batman. Oh damn! She could have been betraying. She could she could have been she could have pressed betray in real life. Um. This ending, it happens. Um, what do you what, like? Like, like they they succumb to radical six. Like, cool. Yeah, there's just there's just no weight to anything that happens in this yeah. route. So the ending brings like it like the way that this is is like presented feels so drawn out for like no payoff. Like, uh you know, thinking back to 999 again, and, like, I believe the first route we played there was the knife ending, and that is, like, 
Yes. You know, everything's going well. Sublime. And then, Sublime ending. And then it's just like, you know, maybe when they're happiest is when tragedy strikes and you just get stabbed in the fucking back <laughs> and the game fades to black. Bad end. Just incredible. And then this one, it's just like, oh, Fi's looking weird. You know, where have we seen characters looking weird and lethargic and not responding before? Um, can't remember anything. Uh, mm-hmm. Gonna go look for everyone. Oh, can't find anyone. Better check. He literally says, "Like, get some sleep, get some rest." <laughs> yes. Then he leaves. And then he leaves. What? Like, what? What? What is happening? Uh, and then we have like a really drawn out, like, panning to every single room in the game to show that we can't find anyone. And then yeah. it's like, oh, we haven't been to the infirmary. There definitely won't be anything bad in the infirmary where we've like lingered repeatedly upon a scalpel. Uh, yeah. And then we just see everyone in just like. In like both a gruesome scene and then it, it but also just like framed in and again in the weirdest way possible to where it's like everyone is clumped up and you're like drawn out back and it's just like in the corner kind of. Um, there there's no sense of scene like framing in this game like at all. It, it, there's yeah. just models are just kind of put into environments and the cameras. Yeah, there's no staging. Staging. I think, yeah, yeah. Like the camera does not know where it should be like to make stuff actually dramatic um yeah and then it's just over and it's like cool Kay's not there we don't have any tools to think about where he could be because because he's just they're just gonna he's gonna die at the next round because no one's gonna do the doors like like what happened yeah i didn't even i didn't even realize Kay wasn't there um uh and quirk's still in the pod yeah yeah means absolutely zero to me knowing that that k wasn't there uh it's exactly the same um yeah real did you do the bad end did you remember to do the bad end oh i didn't i didn't know i was supposed to do the bad end okay it's it's short um yeah you should you should go and hit the bad end just um to like have it in the game's code because i think there's like the the additional secret ending that requires you to hit all the game overs um but we, we I, I, I didn't want to summarize it because it's like not it's not really a thing. Um, so if you betray in the last AB game, um, that puts Clover and Sigma's points to nine. Um, but then everyone's like, that's fucked up. And ev- everyone like tackles Sigma to the ground because he's like, I'm just trying to get out suddenly. <laughs> and then and then Alice is like, Clover, you go and get help. And then and then she like shoves Alice out the nine door. Um, and uh Okay. And she leaves, and the, and then and then it fades to black. It plays the game over. Okay. Yeah. I I don't I I, I didn't I think I probably I meant to message about this because uh, I didn't understand mm-hmm. how the flow chart worked. Um, I assume that was uh was not a like it was like a separate character or something. But yeah, it does not sound like anything. <laughs> um, there. It's almost like some of the more interesting writing at post AB game because it's just like. Like, right, because a, a lot of, like, 999 being most exciting is when, like, Junpei is, like, suddenly revealed to be, like, plotting. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, like, which was also then doubly interesting because you're realizing, like, you're not getting Junpei internally. So, like, he is just, like, acting independently entirely. Yeah. Um, here it's just, like, oh, that's weird, but I guess that's kind of cool to see. Because the, the character is actually having conflict. Yeah, just anything happening. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes um yeah pretty so yeah i should hit that yeah I, i'll i'll go back and do that 
um viewers you should also uh listeners oh my god viewers kill me no they're watching uh, listeners they're, you should also they're watching they're watching yeah, <laughs> yeah the morphogenetic field they're on my they're on my bottom ds screen mm-hmm. yeah i'm um, i'm the little cut in portrait right now on on their mm-hmm. screen um mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't have anything else to say about this game. Real real yeah. real plotting start really uh did not get me jazzed for this game. Hoping hoping to find something in the future routes to hold on to cuz mm-hmm. I mean, there sure there sure are a lot of them. So do you want to you want to set up what we're playing next time? Yeah, so we're now just going to go through the um the flow chart left to right. Um, so next time, um, get your pencils out <laughs> because boy, a lot of choices. Um, we're going to pick the magenta door. We're going to ally. Then we're going to pick the green door. And then we're going to ally again. And we're going to hit our first lock. Um, in this game, there are locks that don't, um, that bar endings. So we'll be, we'll be hitting this lock and then coming back to it later. Um, and then you should also go back to that second AB round and betray to get a game over okay all right <laughs> now sorry now the real shit starts okay yeah i'm giving you my own ab game where there's <laughs> a bunch of fucking rules yes um i'll come up with some puns and funny voices to do next time so i can be zero son his it's funny he's he's zero the third but he's also zero zero son like the honorific oh Okay, and, that's good. And, but he's also, but then he's also zero junior, which is antithetical to using the honorific because because it's a like a respectable mm. thing, and and sometimes they call him like, yeah, it's good, it's, it's good, it's fun. That's how, zero the third, <laughs> easily the standout character. Yeah, really. Sadie goes away. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't say it. why the fuck. Did, why would you? Why would you invent a sicko rabbit and then like explicitly write them out? halfway through your routes why would you do that because it needs to get serious now. <sighs> <laughs> it's not even halfway it's just for the first door in the first ab game and then he's gone oh, yeah so sad miss him already okay any anything else before we before we close out um no get your get your brains working on those anagrams we didn't talk about them this time but um better better get your anagram brain together right like the only puzzle presented to us right now <laughs> yeah and i fully i fully missed it because i wasn't <laughs> paying attention to the backgrounds <laughs> oh god video games all right well um until next time uh have a nice trauma 